guys, it's Bethany here. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's Psalms of Fall. Um, unfortunately, you're going to get me again on this Tuesday. A couple people that I had lined up uh, to pre-record for this series. Things have happened. Life happened. Um, so time just did not align with God's vision, and that's okay. And I really think after um, studying and thinking and praying over what I was going to share today... I think it was all kind of a part of his plan because the word that he gave me and the scriptures he gave me for today, I really feel it's like somebody out there needs to hear it. Um, it's something that I personally, when I was studying it again, it hit me in a different way and I love that. So if you got your Bibles, if you're taking notes, go ahead and get those out. We are gonna be in Psalm 30 today. This particular Psalm has 12 verses. We're not going to go through all 12 um, because if not, I could be here talking all day and I'm pretty sure you guys have things to do. Uh, but you guys love to hear me talk because you keep coming back and I love that. I love that uh, the feedback that I get from my listeners. I love that you guys are out there promoting me, that you're sharing my um, information, the episodes. Um, I love it. I love that I'm being able to be a small part in your relationship with Christ and helping you to hopefully uh, gain some more tools that you can implement. Maybe if it's not for you, then you can share it with others. And I hope that this episode too, um, as you're listening, as the Spirit is speaking to you, I pray that um, if this is not specifically for you, but it's for someone else and God puts that person in your spirit, share it with them, encourage them, maybe talk about this Psalm with them, maybe share some of the things that I'm going to share today, uh, but from your perspective. So if you are at Psalms 30, we're going to go ahead and get started. So, you know, um, I love this scripture. I know I say that about like all the scriptures I talk about, but they just hit me in a different way, you know, depending on what I'm going through. And for this one, I read and reread the scripture and I read it in a couple different versions. Y'all know I like to do that. I hope y'all do too, uh, because it gives you two different perspectives uh, specifically for this one. Um, and I love that, you know, you maybe have read this verse before and you have heard it time and time again, but maybe reading it today maybe hearing it today, maybe hearing my perspective, it's going to hit you in a different way. Kind of maybe like you're hearing it for the first time. Uh, it's kind of like when we hear um, our pastors and our mentors or whoever is speaking to us share stories of the Bible, but it's how they portray it within that moment that you might hear the story of Noah and the ark or Moses in the burning bush or Jonah in the well, but Wherever you're at in your life and the circumstances you're going through, hearing those again, it might be something completely different. And I love how our God works like that. I love how his word um, just penetrates our hearts exactly when we need it to. So right now, um, I just want you to focus on these two different versions that I'm going to share on how each one may pertain to you right now. Maybe it's something you've previously went through. Maybe it's someone that you know is going through some of the things I'm talking about today. So if I'm sure you've already turned there. Um, if you're driving, obviously do not do it. If you are on a treadmill listening to me, do not stop. Keep going. You got this, girl. Uh, but the first version I'm going to read is obviously it's going to be my go-to. It's going to be the one that I have my study Bible in. It's going to be the one that I really, um, I can understand. And it's the NIV and it says, and this is Psalms 30, verse 2, and it says, Lord, my God, I call to you for help and you healed me. So 
from this version, reading it, I sat and I pondered on it for a while, kind of looked out into space, trying to just wrap my head around it. Even though it's just a short little verse, it's very impactful, you know? And I wrote down immediately, real quick, the things that God has healed me from physically. So if you're taking notes, I encourage you right now, write three things that he has physically healed you from. One, two, three. Good. Okay. Uh, The top of my list that I wrote was self-image. You know, it's something that as a woman, I struggled with. I still at times struggle with it. Not as bad as I used to, but, you know, I have forever struggled with my weight going up and down as an as a teenager as an adult um you know i often joke that i have more variety of pant sizes in my closet than target does on their shelves i know that sounds funny but it's just it's the seasons of my life and you know right now i'm going into the holidays thanksgiving and christmas so this mama is going into yoga pants and sweatpants season so If you're one of my yoga pants and uh, sweatpants sisters, right now just give me a, yeah, girl. (laughs) Uh, I did that to my daughter yesterday, and she looked at me like, Mom, I can't believe you said that out loud. And I was like, yeah, girl. But she didn't didn't find that funny. Y'all of teenagers out there, I'm praying for you. But can you pray for me too? (laughs) But anyway, getting back on topic. Uh, you know, for self-image, it's something that a lot of our, our younger girls struggle with. Maybe our young men. Um, self-image is something that men also struggle with. It's not talked about a lot, but it unfortunately happens. You know, men are insecure too, just like us. Um, and I wish it was talked more. I wish there were other men that boldly spoke out, up and out about it. But that's why I'm hoping that even though this podcast is specifically, um, my heart is for women. My heart is for the broken women out there, the women who are going through trials, who are trying to live the best version of Jesus they can, but life just keeps attacking them. And I just pray, um, that if I can just reach one woman and I can help her transform her life, then my will is done. You know, my purpose is fulfilled and I love it. And if I'm able to even reach a a man like oh god hallelujah god is so good like that is even not as good but it's right up there like it's awesome and uh i know i have some guy listeners and i appreciate you guys tuning in especially when i talk about girl stuff you guys are still hanging in there you guys are still coming back and i love it i appreciate it uh but self-image too i think now is involved I don't know evolved around cell phones it's around taking pictures with filters and all those things I'm so glad I didn't have all that growing up you know I'm not that old I didn't have a phone until I was like 17 in high school or whatever um and I'm so grateful for that I'm glad I didn't grow up without what I grew up without a phone I grew up without social media. I was never exposed to that negativeness of social media and social standards um, from the way I look, the dress and all that stuff. But I still struggled, you know, with my outward appearance. Maybe some of you have, you know, but I guess I can say, you can say, you know, uh, we don't have it as hard as our teens do now that are, you know, it's, it's tough out there. It's, 
it's heartbreaking. I guess that's the best way I could say it is it's heartbreaking. You know, I specifically at one point remember being dumped by a guy because I gained some weight while we were in a relationship. You know, it was devastating and it caused me to spiral into a depression state. And well, when I'm depressed or going through a cycle, I like to eat. Obviously, that was not the greatest thing to do, but I ate more and then my weight just kind of got out of control and I just didn't care, you know. I didn't know God in those moments, though. I didn't know him then. I didn't know that his love for me or how I looked um, at myself. I didn't know how to look at myself through his eyes. So obviously, I handled it differently. I felt unloved, unwanted, unworthy. All of these things that now seem so unnecessary. You know, for years of my life, being a teenager, I struggled with depression. I struggled with anxiety. I tried countless medications, natural things to try to just get through these cycles, but nothing seemed to work And prior to me being a believer. And I know like when I share that with some people, they don't believe me, but it's kind of like if you've been my friend through the struggles and the, the cycles of and me trials of medication, but then you see me now, then you understand how far I've come. But I haven't been able to get this far without God and without his grace and without his continual love that he outpours onto me as he does for you you know but now being a believer and reading this verse I feel I'm set free I'm healed I'm able to apply the tools that he has set inside of me and within his word and to work through them emotion these emotions that we have you know for anxiety I used to get all worked up over the smallest things that I could not have in full control and or that worried me but studying and learning and specifically you know I believe it's in first Peter I want to say it's chapter five it's cast all your anxiety onto him because he cares for you uh you know and when we know who God is and we know his love we know that he will care for us and, but we think at times that God doesn't want to deal with our shenanigans and what's going on. Uh, but that couldn't be further from the truth. You know, his word says to cast them upon him. Let him take care of us. You know, once I implemented and applied this scripture to my life, my issues with anxiety changed. You know, now there's times here and there that I get worked up, but I am now more disciplined. Uh, I'm disciplined enough to be able to reach out to my accountability partner and she straightens me up real quick, real quick. Um, most of the time when I reach out to her and I feel like I'm falling apart or things are happening and I just need something, I need somebody. And before I spiral out, I will text her, I will call her or whatever, or I'll show up at her house. But many times she uses her my own words right back at me and I love it. I love it because whenever she speaks things like that, I know that it's one, it, it makes me stop for a moment. I'm like, well, like I've said that, but it inspires me at the same time. So it's like this crazy situation that I'm in and I'm having an anxiety moment and I get connected with her. God uses it and flips it around on me because then, as I said, she uses my words against, I'm not so much against me, but she throws my words back at me. It's just a reminder that I am doing God's will. I am fulfilling my purpose here on life. I am pouring into women who are actually taking what I'm saying and listening and digesting it and remembering it and able to 
push it back on me or push it out into our community. And that's exactly what my vision has been for ministry, for um, just whatever God calls upon me. And I love how he used that crazy chaotic moment in my life, but then used it for his glory. And he does that so many times again. So um, mental illness is something too that I know is not talked about a lot. And I wish it was more so. If any of you are out there struggling with mental illness um, or your addiction, I encourage you to reach out to me. You can get contact me on my Facebook page. Shoot me a message. Um, it's Unleashed Faith with uh, yes, Unleashed Faith on Facebook.com. Um, I will put my email down in the comments below in the information for this podcast. So just reach out to me if you need prayer. Reach out to me. I'd love to pray with you. I'd love to get connected. Um, whatever I can do to help you. Uh, and maybe you're struggling with mental illness. Um, like I'm talking about, maybe you are like me struggled with anxiety specifically. If that is you right now, I just want you to say, yep, that's me. Yep. That's me, girl. That's me. Say it. Yep. That's me. So, you know, this is a label that society tries to put on us, but, uh, by our mental illness, but the greatest label we have to cover up that label of mental illness, get ready. It is daughter of the king. I want you to be a daughter of the king today. Apply Psalm 32, 30 verse 2 to your life. And cry out to the Lord and ask him to guide you in all the ways through his word and his people to help you overcome. Um, So going into the second version um, that I looked up that I, I love. And it was through the message, the savage version. And it's Psalms 30 and the verse how they break up the verses is two and three on here. And it says, God, my God, I yelled up for help and you put me together. God, you pulled me out of the grave, gave me another chance at life when I was down and out. Man, if that ain't more in your face, I don't know what is. I don't know about you, but there have been many times that I have felt that I have been in a grave. And this is not referring to someone digging a hole in the ground and you being put in it and dirt being put upon you and God coming down from heaven with his hand extended, uh, pulling you up each time you are thrown in there. The grave here is referring to when you are at your lowest, when you are in circumstances of your life that you feel that there is no way out, that everything is just falling apart. Maybe if you're struggling with addiction, maybe your grave is rock bottom. Maybe you have lost everything around you and all the people that you love around you to the stupid addiction. Because I say stupid addiction because that's what it is. Maybe you're in a grave. Maybe your grave is a mental illness that you have allowed it to consume your life and you're not using the tools God has given you and you're just living a life full of negativity. Maybe you're dealing with a financial situation. You know you have to pay bills, but you like to shop. You like to spend money on things you know that are not important. And your grave is the end of the day when you're feeling like, man, why did I spend that? Why did I? I really didn't need that. Maybe your grave is a disease or a diagnosis you were diagnosed with. That you're just tired of fighting and you just give up. You throw in the white flag. Maybe your grave is a job that you feel stuck at. That is draining you mentally. And you see no way out. You see no advancement, but you continue to stay. Maybe your grave is a relationship you just can't seem to let go. Even though it's draining everything from you, spiritually, physically, mentally, you continue to deal with it. But God, sisters, but God 
We've all been in a grave one time or another. Maybe you're in one of these graves I said right now and you feel that there's just no more hope. But God. Write that out. But God. Big bold letters. I want you to allow him to restore you fully. Allow him to come into your life and give you another chance to change your circumstances. To get you out of that grave that you are down and out in. When you feel, when you are in that grave, I want you to yell for him. And he will be there to put you back together. Just as verse 2 said here. For me, my grave was being diagnosed um, with infertility. That is my diagnosis. That is a diagnosis that I felt that has put me in a grave so for so many years. This is something that is not spoke about out loud and publicly a lot. You don't see it on the news. You don't see a lot of it on social media unless you have this specific diagnosis and you follow people or you are in groups to get encouragement and all of these things. It's an underlining heartache that so many people are faced with. You know... Even though my journey has not been easy and my husband and I have dealt with so much heartache, the Lord has still healed us from this. He has healed me because he has equipped me with understanding through my purpose and the things and the trials that I go through, how I'm going to be able to reach out to so many other women. And by giving me a husband who completely understands and has been there for me and has been my biggest supporter, um, I couldn't have done this without him, obviously. You know, I, I really could not. The emotional side. You know, this is a diagnosis that I will forever have. I will forever be infertile. You know, my time has ended to ever be a biological mom again. I am so grateful that I have uh, Jaden. I am so grateful that God gave me her. Um, but in this situation, I say, but God. You know, I'm 32 years old and I'm facing a hysterectomy. I will never forget the day the doctor told me that. Having to tell my husband this over the phone was the hardest thing I have done in a long time. You know, he works out of town, so he's not always here. And I had my appointment um, and I thought it was just a routine follow-up from, uh, you know, my regular ultrasound and pap smear and all those wonderful things that us women go through. But... I was diagnosed with endomyosis, which apparently the best way she described it is a wicked stepsister of endometriosis, which is, if you know what endometriosis, you kind of know it's hand in hand. Uh, but telling him over the phone was so hard. I had to hold it together. I had to be strong for him. I had to be strong for myself. Um, and that was so hard for me, but I did it. I did it because my God is so much greater than this diagnosis, you know. I went home that same day. I yelled out to God. I screamed through my tears. And I didn't say why. I didn't ask him why. I didn't understand why this was happening to me. I didn't want to say that. I just asked God to help me understand the reasoning. Changing my way of asking him. And that's sometimes we have to do. We can't ask him the why. But maybe we can ask him for understanding and peace and guidance of those situations. And that's exactly what I did. You know, I felt like in that moment that I was in a grave that I could not get out of. You know, I was having emotional cycles. And, you know, and I saw the only thing I could think of was I need to get into prayer. I need to spend some time with him. I need some understanding. I need to collect myself. Uh, and I did. I got into prayer with him. And in that moment of prayer, 
he gave me another chance to see how I already am being a mama again. You know, he immediately named out my spiritual daughters to me, then said, you don't have, what did he say? He said, you have no idea the kids that you are being a mama to uh, when you don't even try to be. Oh, man. Talking about crybaby tears. That's exactly what I was doing in that moment. God provides for us in all circumstances. It doesn't mean we're not going to go through trials. It doesn't mean we're going to be placed into graves. It just means that when we are in those graves, we need to not stay in them. We must call out his name. We must call out to him and he will pull us up. But we have to also allow him to pull us up. You know, man, going back through this psalm and talking a bit about it out loud, it just has my mind rolling on how this could go to so many other areas of our life, you know. I love how this happens. I love when he speaks like this. Maybe that's why uh, my interviews canceled and I was able to share this word with you. I love how he does this. And that is why I encourage you during study or prayer time to speak out loud to him. It's something that about the words coming off of the tongue um, that just makes such an impact. And I encourage you to do that. I encourage you to to check out these two different versions and see which one specifically speaks out to you. Share it with somebody. Um, Connect with me if you have questions about it or I want to know how it impacted you. I hope that it was something that someone out there needed to hear. I hope that it gave encouragement. I hope, I think now I know why God just lined things up the way he does. And it's great when he does that. But that is all I have for today's episode. I know it seemed a little personal. It seemed like a lot. But I just love the two different perspectives I get from both versions. And I hope you you see the difference too as well. Um, So I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. Stay tuned to Thursday as this week's episode. We're going to still be going into the forgiveness and uh, the forgiveness of ourselves this week. So it's super important that you tune back in and get connected with that. But as always, be blessed and stay focused. Thank you.